Hello, and welcome to the Lemon Tree Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Allison Sukameli. Each week, I'll be taking the science of positive psychology, adding a little humor, and through evidence-based research, provide you with tools and strategies to help you live a life of peace and purpose. In this episode, I will be talking about attention-seeking and answering the questions, what is attention-seeking behavior? How can you tell if someone is attention-seeking? Is attention-seeking a toxic trait? And is attention-seeking a red flag? But first, if you're interested, social media links, my website, and other information can be found at thelemontreecoaching.com. And if you'd like some daily inspiration, you can follow me on Instagram at thelemontreecoaching. I post quotes and make book recommendations from time to time. Currently in my reading stack this week, only to name a few, I have The Zen Monkey and the Lotus Flower, 52 Stories That Will Change Your Life by Tempa Yeshi, and Yes to Life in Spite of Everything by Victor E. Frankel. Okay, let's get into this week's episode. Welcome to episode number 51 of the Lemon Tree Coaching Podcast. This week's topic is going to be centered mostly around adults and attention-seeking in adults. So what is attention-seeking behavior? Attention-seeking adult behavior includes saying things or behaving in certain ways with the conscious or unconscious goal of getting attention from a specific individual or group. There can be many things driving this behavior, which may include jealousy and loneliness. And people may seek or fish for compliments, behave in certain ways that provoke a reaction from people, tell tall tales to receive praise, embellish stories for sympathy, act as if they are incapable of doing a task on their own in order to get help, or attention through teaching them how to do whatever it is, or even to merely watch them complete the task. This sort of attention-seeking may be driven by jealousy, the person having low self-esteem, or loneliness. And we've all seen this behavior acted out in a variety of settings, whether it be a coworker, friend, or family member. Such attention-seeking behaviors may consist of things like spending excessive amounts of time on social media, being obsessed with drama or creating drama in one's professional or personal life, constantly boasting due to an insatiable need for validation, or intentionally creating conflict within a group. In children, attention-seeking may present as interrupting adult conversations or phone calls or temper tantrums in public places. We've all seen this time and time again at the store. The screaming, the flailing legs and arms, it's awful for everyone including the parent or guardian. All of these behaviors can leave the rest of us feeling awkward, embarrassed, and a high level of discomfort, regardless of the age of the attention seeker. So what should we do when these behaviors are enacted upon us and often at times trigger us or push our buttons for various reasons? At what point should we really pay attention to this issue and encourage professional help? Of course, everyone wants to be noticed, accepted, respected, heard, validated, and loved, so some of these behaviors do make sense when they are not excessive or toxic. It all depends on the motivation behind the behavior. And if the behavior is motivated by low self-esteem, jealousy, loneliness, or perhaps mental health issues, Houston, we may have a problem. 
In addition, the research says that when attention-seeking behaviors occur frequently, they may be manipulative and passive-aggressive. Such behaviors can strain and ruin personal and professional relationships. Attention-seeking behavior can present itself as contrarian or confrontational comments, persistently fishing for compliments, excessively posting on social media, making calculated comments either in person or online to put people on the spot or make them feel uncomfortable, boasting about material possessions such as cars, expensive homes, physical appearances, or personal achievements, embellishing the degree of a bad event to get attention, behaving in provocative ways to gain attention, always trying to be the center of attention, or redirecting the conversation back to themselves, or constantly behaving in dramatic ways to get attention. To some extent, these examples are normal and it's natural for humans to seek connection. However, when behaviors tip into the realm of being constant, it may be time for the attention seeker to get professional help. These behaviors may be a cry for help or hints at the deep suffering someone may be experiencing consciously or unconsciously. In the meantime, what can we do to cope with the behaviors of attention seekers? First of all, it is normal to feel like there is some desired distance or sense of being pushed away by these behaviors, as they do provoke negative feelings or may cause you to feel turned off by the person, whether they are a coworker, friend, or romantic interest. It may be a good idea to have a gentle conversation with the person exhibiting the attention-seeking behaviors. It is important to approach them with compassion rather than judgment because it is highly likely that they are already suffering from low self-esteem. Again, it is important for both the observer and the person exhibiting the behavior or behaviors to understand what the motivation is behind the behavior. This is the key to moving forward, healing, and getting help if necessary. And if you are someone coping with another person's attention-seeking behaviors, don't take it personally. It really has nothing to do with you and has everything to do with a deficit or a more serious problem within the other person that they need to recognize and address. And if the person does not have any intentions of changing, it may be time to keep your distance at work or in the friendship, romance, or whatever the case may be. You cannot sacrifice your own mental health while hoping someone else will take care of theirs. There are no guarantees that they will take doing so seriously. You can only change you and how you respond to the behaviors of others. You can't control them. And if you or someone in your life is in crisis or having thoughts of suicide, you can dial or text 988 for the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline or visit their website at 988lifeline.org. Okay, so there you have it. If you are interested and would like to receive daily inspiration via social media, you can join the Lemon Tree Coaching community on Instagram at the Lemon Tree Coaching. I post meaningful quotes from my weekly readings and recommend books from time to time. So check it out and see if it's for you. 
Teachers, you may want to also check out my TPT store called The Lemon Tree by AKS. There's some free lessons you can download or explore the shop for more. Again, my shop is The Lemon Tree by AKS on TeachersPayTeachers.com. And thank you for listening. This is Dr. Allison Sukamelli saying it's been a pleasure sharing this space with you. And until next time, have fun, be safe.